Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we have got the grand finale of our Kids on Bikes adventure, chapter 20. Sorry. We're going to do some sort of fanfare. I was going to do a fanfare. Can we do that again? Sorry. Yeah, okay. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got the grand finale of our Kids on Bikes adventure. Da-da-da-da! No, that was the worst. That was... That went wrong. That was well worth the oh, wait there. Hang on, hang on. You want to do another one? Third time lucky. Okay. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast. So this week we've got the grand finale of our Kids on Bikes adventure. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was... Um, yes. So <laughs> this is the culmination of the entire trilogy that we've been, uh, well, that you've been listening to over the last year, I guess. It's been spread out across, hasn't it? It wraps it all up. It wraps it all up. Um, just want to say stay tuned at the end of the episode because we'll be talking about our highlights from the whole series um, and also on the website I will put loads of pictures of like the evidence you know the stuff that the characters found along the way I'll put some pictures of that but for now enjoy mm. Kids on Bikes chapter 20 the reverse Scooby Doo <laughs> are you sitting, are you sitting comfortably? comfortably then I'll then begin. begin previously on Kids on, on Bikes, bikes. Hi, I'm the Games Master. Hi, I'm Tyler Floorquest. Hi, I'm Sean Pellin. Hi, I'm Janice Hooper. Hi, I'm Jerry Borman. It's been five years since the fire at the old brewery tragically took the life of my brewing partner, Lucien LeBlue. It is high time we loosed ourselves from the moral anchor that is Blueberry Brewery. All of the rednecks seem to be brawling with each other. Uh, a vat gets spilled over and a crate full of bottles is smashed. My aunt, Hortense. Asked me to come and spit in some beer. Oddly, kind of, there's lots of kind of business-like correspondence that they had some sort of deal going on. Viridian Globe. It's classy and refreshing. Now why in the hell would the Temperance Society woman want to create her own alcohol? Poisoned Ale claims fifth life. Sheriff Blunt appears and arrests Daniel Berry. Sheriff Blunt doesn't really let me in on many of the big cases. He keeps a lot of secrets. It is a picture and... I believe it shows the identity of the man who set the original fire. He looks like a guy that I've had a few dealings with recently. Bizarrely, romantically involved with, uh, what's her name, Hortense Mondegreen uh, of the Temperance Society. Well, you can't stop me now. Finally, my time has come. Go and sort of bear hug her until someone can get the rope and uh, tie her up. You have failed us, Miss Mondegreen. Eclipse does not tolerate failure. The Temperance Society, that whole thing, she was working for someone else. Why don't you come with me, sweetheart, and uh, we'll see if we can uh, give you a change of fortunes. I've had a change of fortune, you see, and I've sorted myself out. Instead of grabbing the gear stick, Sean, she touches your knee. Dwayne Duke is dead. Bluesberg is reeling from the explosion that destroyed Deputy Montgomery's car. Luckily, the deputy himself survived. But unfortunately, Nathaniel Dimitriades was killed. You were too slow, damn it. I had to take matters into my own hands. Ed struts onto the court like a total boss. I just had a change of fortune. Scarlet Mayo approaches. Ah, oh, Sean, I just wanted to congratulate you on a stunning performance tonight. She kisses Sean on the cheek 
and then saunters off. You should definitely check out the Fun Palace. I reckon it's some kind of Superman super enhancing drug. Testing not necessary for Stephen Blunt. Calvin Carter, testing successful. Ed Daniels, testing successful. Scarlet Mayo, testing not necessary. Hortense Mondegreen, crossed out. I'm about to offer you a change of fortune. I'll give you a chance to excel, to be the best. All you have to do is sign a little contract. A chunk of your success goes to us. Simple. No sir, I read the whole thing. There's nothing in there that hints at any involvement from us at all. The company I work for, let's just say they were involved in the whole temperance society thing. When you and your friends put a stop to it, the company had to tie up loose ends. Anyone who knew who was a potential risk was silenced. Hello, you're through to Eclipse Incorporated. I think whoever's behind this at the Fun Palace was also behind the Temperance Society. While I was uh, back in the office in the Fun Palace, I saw loads of crates of these purple things. They had a little sticker on them saying mass rollout stock. You know, it looked like people were basically signing their success away to Pamela Weston and the Fun Palace. If she gave everyone with a use one of these pills, then the Fun Palace would have control over law enforcement, over the education, the school, they'd have control of the media you find a body hanging from a tree you turn it around and you are shocked to see wesley half her <laughs> a note is stuck to his front that says final warning mind your own business are you saying eclipse killed this guy yes if i know eclipse then i imagine i don't have long once everyone has taken the triumph tomorrow then bluesburg shall be ours now you will pay the price of trifling with Eclipse. More will come. We'll get what we want eventually. Please just let me go, otherwise I'll end up like Hortense. Eclipse don't let failures go unpunished. They own the sheriff, is he involved? <sighs> he's, been in, he's been in Eclipse's pocket for years. Why do you think uh, so many people mysteriously managed to die whilst in police custody? All the sprink, the mush-infused dribbler sprinkler water flows down onto Pamela Weston and she gradually loses her super strength yeah. from the pills as they counter each other out. Who should be outside helping the crowd but Scarlet Mayo? She runs up to Sean and she gives him a kiss on the cheek in a shadowy office in the police station. Sheriff Blunt and a mysterious figure wait in silence. After a few moments, Scarlet Mayo appears. Well, I've done just what you asked me to. Good. It is time to progress to the final stage. Mayor forced to resign over sham marriage. Sheriff Blunt steps in. I don't trust the sheriff. Is uh, Deputy Montgomery around? I'm afraid that's just Sam Montgomery now. He no longer works for the Bluesburg PD. Oh, how come? I had to let him go. He's just not fit to be back on duty. Between you and me, I don't think we're gonna need such a big police force anymore. Sheriff started making out that I wasn't fit for work, even though I got my clean bill of health from the hospital. I can tell you, without me on the team, Blunt and Mackenzie can pretty much do whatever they want unchecked. You notice a a more than usual amount of um, like for sale signs on, on houses on the street. The rusty keg has a for sale sign on it. I'm up in sticks and I move into Lower Granfeld. The estate agent made me an offer I can't refuse. 
What, which one? He, Who's that? They're called Obscuro Limited. What's the name of the person that sorted this out? I don't know, some sort of Russian sounding name. <sighs> the Blue Gazette's up for sale. I saw the newspaper, this stuff with the sheriff. Yeah. Eclipse are up to something. This Obscuro estate agents, real estate. What's all that about? With the sheriff in charge, Obscuro can buy up all the land. Did you know there's veins of gold all the way underneath these mountains and these parts? That's Eclipse's next plan. They're gonna buy all the places and dig up all the gold and get rich. Contact Alexi regarding spiritual cleanse. Better golden times lie ahead. I'm sure it's nothing. Nope, I don't see the need for a personal visit. Ugh. Yes, sir, if you insist. Fine, I'll see you on Thursday. Yes, Mr. Zakharov, sir. I'll personally show you around. Oh. Alexei Zakharov, CEO of Eclipse. <sighs> Alexi, he's really superstitious. Perhaps if we make him think that ghosts, etc., are present and causing problems, he will give up and leave. If this Eclipse company are turning it into a gold mine, then isn't it better to leave? No, it's better to stop them. Eclipse are done playing nice, Jerry. They won't let you stop them this time. Wanted by Bluesburg Police Department, Jerry Borman, Tyler Floorquest, Sean Pellin, Janice Hooper, Trent Blackwell, and Sam Montgomery. <gasps> Sam Montgomery pulls up in his truck. Get in. I heard about this on my police radio. If they catch us, they'll arrest us. Where, where, where to? Where should we go? Is the bunker place known? Is that the best place? You happen to pass Trent Blackwell's house, where you see him being yanked out by police officers and bundled into the back of a police uh, cruiser. You hear police sirens outside. Suddenly, you hear a noise that sounds a little bit like this. Uh-oh. She runs into the fabric and grabs it, but the momentum just sort of carries her on up the stairs. I reckon you're, you're gonna have to move on, otherwise, um, you know, when they're done chasing Pamela Weston around, they'll probably come back here. You're gonna go to the Rangers Tower. We'll head that way. You hear a faint, you know, rum, you know. You look at the glasses of water on the dashboard of the truck, uh, and there are some ripples going on before you hear a <laughs> Jesus, what's that? The bushes part, and Pamela Weston's there. She can smell the blood. She looks up. I look down the barrel, straight down, pow, between the eyes. She stumbles back, and she slumps to the ground. But you hear a shout. Hey, guys, did you hear that? It sounded like a gunshot coming from the Rangers Tower. Janice. The police burst out of the bushes and grab you. You're coming with us, young lady. They start to muscle you towards their police car as the others drive off into the sunset. Where, where to now? What well, turns his house then? Or the rusty keg? Oh, it might be empty actually, because it's up for sale. Rusty obviously lets you into the rusty keg as he takes his last box of, you know, personal belongings and loads them into his car and drives off. You hear a crackle over the radio. Um, Jerry and everyone else, are you there? Over. If if you can hear me, Jerry, come to the church. 
bring everyone to the church. I can help you. Over. Father Treacle sat there with a walkie-talkie, surrounded by police. It's obvious that he's been forced to contact you against his will. Fine, do you know what? Okay, I've got my gun then. Let's just go in. All guns blazing. Yeah. Oh, Jerry, I'm so glad you came. Bless you, my boy. Bless you. I've got this fake crying Virgin Mary statue um, that you can have. Maybe that will contribute to the superstitious trickery on, on this Russian man. Janice, you are taken to the sheriff's station where you are escorted through the bullpen and into the cells which are cold and bare. Trent Blackwell is already sitting in the cell looking thoroughly miserable. The Mayorif comes along. You lot are bound to be up to something and I'm gonna find out what. She's obviously not gonna talk Hit her. Mackenzie looks stunned. I can't hit a minor, sir. The Mayorif glares at Mackenzie. And then, I'm afraid, Janice, he backhands you across the face. Officer Mackenzie sort of sneaks up furtively. I'm thinking the Mayorif isn't as good as I thought he was. Look, I don't expect you to tell me what you're up to, and I don't expect you to trust me. But how can I help? At the very least, I could maybe get you into the morgue. Hey, if we're stuck here, we're out of the plan. But if this Zakharov dude is coming to the police station, maybe we could use something in the morgue to scare him instead. So, guys, you may be split up, but you know, you know, you're glancing out, you're glancing out the windows of your respective hiding places, and you're looking at the same full moon in the sky, and you know that you're each seeing the same sight, and a flicker of hope, the plan can still go ahead, guys. You've just got to hunker down till Thursday evening when Alexei Zakharov arrives in Bluesburg. Thursday finally arrives. <laughs> Remember, we finished, I think, on Tuesday night, didn't we? So what's one notable moment of your hiding out? Jerry? Um, well, we're a little bit low on food and, uh, you know, trying to sort of ration it. We couldn't really go out to, to get stuff because, you know, being wanted makes that a little bit difficult. And I heard a bit of a rustling the other evening and I uh, kind of went exploring and I found Sean in a corner with the last of the Chris. <laughs> I'm not even going to <laughs> he wasn't sharing. Did, get, did that cause any friction in the group? Uh, well, no. Uh, when I confronted him, he shared the bag and we kept it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, this is Tyler. How do you feel about it being excluded from the from the chips? Uh, well, uh, I'm too busy sorting out the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Um, what's your one notable moment then from your exile? Sorting out the wigs. Good. Sean, what's your one notable moment? Um, trying to work out how this weeping statue works. Well, you... It's cry blood. That was going to be my next question. Have you obviously you were given the statue as a reward for helping? Father Treacle. Have you worked was out? Very helpful. <laughs> Have you worked out what you're going to do with the statue, or whether you can factor it into your schemes at all? Uh, we can like. Are they, are they going past the church? Well, we can move the statue if necessary. Any other ideas for the statue? Well, light it up and make it hover or something. Do you want to put a wig on it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've put it in the town square. They've got to go past there. 
Janice, what's your what's one notable moment of your time in the cells? Um, Trent's mum came to uh, try and sort of get him out, and then it just ended up screaming. So I didn't get to see it, but I could hear her just screaming at the mayor for about twenty minutes. It was quite entertaining as he just sort of shrank, listening to his mum screaming about you. Well, so as I said, it's Thursday, you're languishing in the cells, uh, when Officer Mackenzie turns up with the keys. It's almost time, the Mayoriff has gone out to meet Zakharov, now's your chance. She opens the cell and sneaks you both to the morgue. I'd say you've got about 10 minutes before they arrive back here. So Janice, the focus is on you, can you describe... Uh, how you how are you and Trent are going to set up for your first scare on Alexei Zakharov's tour? Well, there's still some of the Native American bones. They haven't sort of worked out how to correctly bury them. They're waiting for the local tribe to decide that, so they're still there. So I kind of lay them out, lay a couple out sort of in what looks like an approximation of what they should be on some of the tables, and then some of the bits that are left, because there's not all complete skeletons, sort of, uh, sort of spell out leave on the floor in the bones and the skulls punctuate the points. Well, 10 minutes passes uh, and you you hear, you know, something, uh, imminent arrival up above and, you know, they the Mayorif and Zakharov, you can hear, you know, footsteps coming down the stairs. Can you test your flight, please? Eight. Okay, you are successfully going to hide. Where are you going to hide? So I'm going to hide. One of the tables with the bones on it has got a sheet draped over it, so I'm going to dive under there, sort of underneath the sheet, so I can then just rattle the table a little bit. And Trent, and we've put Trent in one of the drawers <laughs> to rattle and moan and make a lot of noise. Excellent. Well, you two are safely out of sight, uh, and you can obviously hear someone opens the morgue door, and you hear the mayoris voice. Well, as you can see, we've uh, kept the bones here, but there's really nothing to oh Zakharov pauses it looks like it is saying some sort of words leave what is this about what is going on here and at that point Trent sort of acknowledges his mentor and starts sort of banging around and rolling around and going oh be gone <laughs> crashing and rattling and gently shaking the table that I'm on as well sort of in time with it Animate things a little bit more. What in the bloody hell is this? Uh, you hear, you hear, hurried, let us continue with the tour, let's get out of here. You hear hurried footsteps uh, leaving. It looks like your part of the scare has been a success. On the way out though, you hear the Mayorif growl to Officer Mackenzie. If I find out you've got something to do with this, you hear them leave. Mackenzie sneaks you back to the cells. The woods are the next spot on the tour. That means we've got to, uh, I think, Sean, you were in charge of um, the Pamela Weston situation, weren't you? Yeah. So describe, what, what preparations have you gone to to uh, ensure that your part of the plan is a success? Well, um, Pamela Weston is obviously on board because we bribed her. She's all done up in her lovely fur coat. Um, she's kept the wig that was duct taped onto her head and we've tarted that up a bit. <laughs> 
um, and she is ready to flit between trees, you know, making noises and, uh, and gradually getting nearer and nearer. Um, but we are on the path. We've got some binoculars. We're looking out for the procession so that we know when they're coming. Well, so soon you hear, you know, the sound of arriving uh, Mayorif and Zakharov. Now, you know, because Pamela was sighted by the police officers in the forest the other day, you know, Zakharov is already sort of aware. He's feeling a bit anxious about this. Are you sure this is safe, Sheriff Blunt? Oh, good whining. They're getting closer and closer. What do you, what do you do? Okay, so I signalled Pamela and the first she darts across the road. <laughs> oh my God, it is Bigfoot. <laughs> run, run. I'm starting to think Bluesberg is haunted. Uh, they, they they run off. You know, you've you've successfully shown them some some Bigfoot action. What after their departure? What are you going to do with Pamela? What did we agree? Isn't she free to go now? Well, I feel like we gave her a coat, which is basically a hint go home. Okay, so you're just going to let Pamela Weston go? Well, I think we we probably advise her to stay with the dribbleweed until till we found a cure. Well, she she'll can... still want to remain hidden until she knows that Eclipse have left. So she can go back to the little bunker if she's done her part. Okay, she has. Now, the next part on the tour is um, the the remains of the Fun Palace. So, uh, Jerry and Tyler, that's your part of the plan. Right. Um, now, when you arrive uh, there at the, you know, you arrive in good time. However, those builders that you threatened with your gun are, are still there, just doing menial sort of tasks. What do you do? Hmm, need to get them out of the way. Uh, can we say there's an emergency somewhere that they need to go to? Nah, no, I think we just very, you know, confidently walk up to them and say, wow, what are you doing? Don't you know that the uh, main you are coming around with uh, none other than Alexei Zakharov. You can't be here kind of cluttering up the place. This place is supposed to be all neat and tidy for the tour. Off your trot. Oh, hell, that's today? Yeah. Yeah, in like five minutes. The mayor have said that he wanted this all done with before um, before he got here. Oh, God, we're in so much trouble. Uh, can you test your charm, please? I got two. Hmm, maybe the mayor won't mind if we're still hanging around here doing some work. I mean, sure. Surely, if he's showing this dude around and, and we're there busy, it'll show like a productive, well-oiled machine, won't it? Uh, no, it'll look like you're behind on your work and you've been lazy. Oh, crap, that might be a good point. Tyler, can you test your charm? Four. Mm, I don't know, are you sure the mayor won't like it? Yes. Wow, <laughs> that is, you're, a, you're so charming. One of the builders is, is convinced by your epic persuasion, but the other one is like, nah, I think I'll stick around and just tidy up the last little bits. So you're gonna have to pull off your scare with the builder. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, mooching about and just tidy. You know, he's doing, you know, like the extras in, in movies in the background. He's just like menially just patting some bricks and just sort of, you know, just moving things about and then moving them back again. Well, you weren't charming enough to talk to convince him to leave. Uh, time is ticking, so... Well, we better get these other this stuff set up. He's not going to interfere. So what, what set up? What, what are you doing? Uh, some smoke and some lights and... Is that a big full theatre production? Do? Am I just 
who's appeared? Shall I just put a wig on and appear out of some smoke? Yeah. It's supposed to be the burial ground, isn't it? So, yeah, okay. Okay, well, you, you know, you start setting up your lights and your smoke. Okay. When uh, the remaining builder is like, hey, what are you guys up to anyway? Oh, it's just uh, part, of, part of the tour. Um, the mayor's office asked us to set this up. It's it's like a recreation, like a, um, you know, like a, like a tableau history uh, recreation as he goes past hey, the history. That sounds really cool. Can I stay and watch? Um, well, we'd ha you could help. Help, actually if you, you want to be in it <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah oh yeah that would really impress the mayor yeah, wouldn't okay. it what do i need to do well you need to put this wig on and <laughs> Put this black shawl around you, and you're going to be one of the uh, sort of ancient people that were, were buried here. <laughs> and you're going to pretend that you're being sacrificed in this historical, because uh, this is a very historical place. I see. So when I start talking, you just have to wail and moan and pretend to die. It'd be very dramatic. What's my cue? Um, you'll you'll know. I'll tell you. You're going to tell me at I'll the actual say, time. Okay. Your cue will be. Your cue will be. Um, the word sacrifice okay so I'll, I'll just go hide behind this rubble yes you just hide there until you hear the word sacrifice okay well <laughs> all is set up uh, you hear a car approaching and obviously uh, Alexei Zakharov and the Mayorif get out of the car so uh, here's the remains of the fun palace as you can see Mr. Zakharov sir we've uh, we've cleared it out exactly as you ordered it's ready for phase two of operation goldmine uh, that is good yeah it seems that the outskirts of the town are a bit haunty, horrible, but the this place is, is absolutely fine. Okay, I'm going to press the smoke machine button then. Yeah, I'm going to activate the lighting. <laughs> uh, so what, you have a fire problem? Ah! Ah! Evil! <laughs> ah, evil! <laughs> That's evil! Keep what? going, keep going. Evil! What evil in the hell? Sacrifice! <laughs> Suddenly, the builder launches into his role with what can only be described as boundless enthusiasm. Ah! Oh, don't evil kill me! In the sacrificed! <laughs> oh, <laughs> god damn it! Oh, no! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> there's lights flashing, there's smoke blooming all over the place. The builder in his shawl is proper hamming it up. Um, amongst all the, you know, amongst all the, the chaos, you see Alexei Zakharov running off, shouting, It's no use! It's no use! Fairyland! And he runs off. The Mayorif follows. It looks like a success, guys! Yay! Um, once everything dies down, the, the builder pulls off his shawl and is like, Was that, was that the reaction? that you wanted? Yes. He, he was very impressed. He's run off to the next tableau. <laughs> oh, I sure, I sure am glad. All right, well, bye. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's, you know, all the stops. Wow. That on, was worth it. All, all the stops on the tour have uh, been, you know, successful. That's that's it on the route. Um, and where are you three going to get together? I guess back at the Rusty Keg. Yeah. Okay. Well, you are on your way back to the Rusty keg but you conveniently meet Sean and you three are together when suddenly a police cruiser pulls up by the side of the road officer Mackenzie's in there she looks
looks panicked. Guys, you've got to come back to the sheriff station quick. The Mayorif and Mr. Zakharov are in there. They're causing trouble. Help me, help me. Can we trust her? Uh, can we ask her what's happening? They just, they just burst in. Why would we go to the police station? Why? Yeah. Because look, I know about your plan. Well, I help. Janice is there. I'm gonna go and see if I can help. Yeah, I I helped Janice and Trent sneak into the morgue. They they uh scared Alexei Zakharov using the bones. Mm -hmm. Clever. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Right then. Fine. Okay. You get into the car and she drives you as quick as possible back to the sheriff station. When you get back in there, though, you find the bullpen sort of trashed and um, there's no sign of uh, anyone other than Mayorif Blunt sort of standing in the middle, his hand hovering near his pistol. If you're looking for your little friends, it's too late. Zakharov's taken them. Oh my God. Where? Where? He's taken them to Eclipse. He says you'll never see them again. Why didn't you stop him? <laughs> Why would I stop him? He's my boss. And now I'm going to stop you meddling troublemakers. He pulls his gun out of his holster and he aims it at each of you roll a d6. I rolled a one. Five. He points it at Jerry. <laughs> You've been a thorn in my side every step of the way, old man. I'm gonna throw the statue at Uh, test your brawn, please. Eight. Before the mayoriff can even squeeze a bullet off, the crying Virgin Mary statue twats it, wig flying and everything, twats him. <laughs> in the forehead uh, and knocks him out cold. Mackenzie instantly runs over and uh, starts to cuff him. I've got this. You guys get to Eclipse quick. Save your friends. Yeah, can mm. I take a moment to celebrate the first time I haven't fallen over? And how are you How are you going to celebrate? Um, well, I think I'm going to parade around with my hands up for a while. <laughs> Mackenzie, wow. looks, Mackenzie looks at you. Yeah, that's great, kid. Now get out of here. Sam's truck still by the Rusty Keg. Yeah, Sam volunteered to stay at the Rusty Keg just in case anything went wrong. Okay, well now he's volunteering to drive us to Eclipse, I guess. Okay, he's gonna take you to Eclipse. You get to Eclipse to find the lobby deserted. As you approach the lift at the back, you see that the special key that takes you all the way to the top floor has been left in the slot, almost deliberately. <laughs> On the top floor, the lift doors ping open and you step out. I don't know if you remember from last time, you've got that little lobby with the five offices around uh, of the, you know, the five Eclipse top dogs. Um, as as soon as you step out, the two remaining members of the Eclipse sort of head office, Bill Crow and Sunil Gupta, burst out of their offices and attack. Bill Crow is armed with cupcakes and teddy bears, uh, and Sunil Gupta appears to be clutching a book with a, a pentagram on it to his chest. Alexa Zakharov has ordered us to take you down, screams Bill Crow. Sunil Gupta uh, sort of opens the arcane book and starts waving his hands and just basically speaking gibberish. I'm on my phone, blah, 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 blah. Well, I've got some glass bottles in my bag that we found in the rusty keg. Excellent. I'm going to lob them at 
Crow. Test your brawn, please. Six out of eight. You, you know, it's a forceful throw. It, it tomahawks, it catches him, but he's so surrounded by cuddly toys that it doesn't really, you know, it just sort of knocks him back a bit. It halts his advance. Um, but the plus side is that he, he drops uh, an armful of, uh, you know, cuddly toys onto the floor. So he's only got now a tray of cupcakes. I, I mean, he's doing well to keep all of that, but he's dropped the cuddly toys and he's still got the cupcakes. Uh, Tyler, what's your what's your game plan? Um, shooting with my gun. Go on, <laughs> you're, you're gonna shoot. Who are you shooting? Who's the nearest? Um, I would say Sunil Gupta is the nearest now. Fine. Now, but okay. Uh, test your fight. Six. Ooh, six. You know, in the initial panic, you sort of fire off a shot, but it, it goes it goes wide. Okay. You know, no one's no one's perturbed there. Sean. Um, I. So they're just standing there with a book and a tray of cupcakes. Well, at the moment, yeah, but I mean, like he's you know he's chanting some shit. He's obviously summoning summoning some some mystical shit, or he believes he is. And um, you can see Bill Crow just sort of like winding up, ready to to throw some cupcakes. Um. I'm going to charge the cupcake guy, push the tray into his face, <laughs> and, like, custard pie him. Uh, test your fight. That's a one. Oh. Wow. Well. One plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe? You know how you bragged back at the sheriff station about not falling over. Well, you charge forward, but because of all the cuddly toys littered on the floor, you sort of trip over a big fluffy sort of I don't know elephant of some description, and you like sort of just slide up to Bill Crow's feet. He he takes this opportunity to take the tray of cupcakes and just sort of bash you on top of the head with it. Bill Crow. Sort Sort of, he keeps just sort of hitting Sean with the metal tray. Uh, and Sunil Gupta finishes chanting, and then he just sort of stands there watching expectantly for something to happen, but obviously nothing does because it's bullshit. So he sort of just starts like panicking, flicking through the book, uh, looking for his next potential ritual to try. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jerry, what next? While Crow is, is distracted, beating Sean over the head with the tray, uh, I've just got a rugby tackling. Um, okay, fight check, please. Just the one. So you, well, you're attempting to rugby tackle uh, Bill Crow. You you time it so badly that you just sort of dive into one of his tray smacks. Uh, and that's you down on the floor as well. He's got both of you just at his feet and he's just like, twap, 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 twap with the metal tray. The cupcakes are just like flying all over the place. It's, <laughs> it's icing everywhere. Yeah, sprinkles. It's baking carnage. Um, Tyler. I'm going to use my gun again. Okay. Who are you shooting? Magic guy. Sunil. Mm. Okay, fight. Yeah. Yeah, gonna. Ten. Where are you aiming for? His face. Tyler Floorquest pulls <laughs> an open. Describe it. He's there with his book. He's like he's flipping through. Just straight in, in the middle of his head. <laughs> what, what, you've killed. You've killed Sunil Gupta. Yes. His blood spattered, spattered <laughs> magic book sort of falls to the floor with a. Everyone in the room freezes. Next door, Janice and Trent hear the bullet shot. They're like, what? Oh my god, I, I got him. Oh my god, you shot Sunil! <laughs> um, nice, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Sean and Jerry, what's your reaction? Because I believe 
Is this the first time you've killed someone? This is, um, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, I didn't know I was actually going to get him that well. You told me you were <laughs> aiming for his face. Yeah, well, I didn't think. I was just panicked. Don't worry, in America, they shoot people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Bill Crow is, is a bit shocked by this, and he pauses uh, assaulting you guys with the metal tray uh, right. for a moment and wipes a tear. Yeah, I'm trying, like, knocking my uh, okay, um, test your fight. Seven, right. plus one. Okay, so yeah, you successfully, you grab his leg, you yank him, he falls on the floor. He's landed on a load of cupcakes and sort of stuff. It's not painful, but his spine is sort of like, he's at a weird sort of, uh, yeah, angle there. So he's like writhing about on the floor. Sunil Gupta is dead with a mangled face. Blood and cupcakes everywhere. Uh, um, cool. I'm going to shout for Janice. Find out where she is. Oi, Janice, where are you? Um, Janice, you were in Alexei Zakharov's office, so you, you can hear him. John, John, I'm in here. <laughs> Silence, you rat. Alexei Zakharov <laughs> smacks you, Janice. Bite you for that. Sean, we're in the office. I'll save you. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere <laughs> <laughs> um bill crow is sort of starting to get back to his feet these like cupcakes you know like smooshed on him there's bits of well, not bits there's like furry animals that are like stuck in the cupcake mix he looks a bit of a mess oi bill i've just killed your friend i know i you was don't here want to go the same way you better get out of here all i wanted to do was make bluesburg a better place by giving out delicious treats you know i can aim for the head so you better get out of it now but I've let Eclipse down. Yes. <laughs> well, then what have I got to lose? He half-heartedly just chucks a cupcake at you. <laughs> Fine, I will kill you. You killed my best friend. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I think a turn Look at that sob story. Let's smash him in the face with that tray and knock him out. Okay, test your fight. <laughs> 12. You yank the tray out of his hands. You smack him so hard that his head flies off. Oh. <laughs> okay, I do not mean to keep killing these people. I was only going to hit him around the head with the tray. I did not know how sharp this tray was. Just as... <laughs> I'm a murderer. As, as his body crumples to the ground, a little, like, medical slip falls out of his pocket. You see his medical report that says extreme osteoporosis. How do you feel? You've killed two people, Tyler. Well, yeah, I didn't mean to, uh, but we had to do it. Okay. Well, that is the Eclipse cronies dispatched. So you burst forward into Alexei Zakharov's office. I'm going to be armed with two cuddly toys. Okay. What what animals are they? Just just in case it matters. Well, one's a crocodile. Okay. I thought it would look vicious. And the other one is just the fluffiest teddy bear. But I thought if you get attacked by that much fluff, it, you know, it gets all in your face and you can't breathe. So I thought that would be a really good one. Uh, okay, Sean, can you test your charm? Look, that's sick. Well, you, your appearance has the design effect you burst through the door crocodile fluffy just like boof. Alexei Zakharov jumps in fright not expecting to see such a, an intimidating sight so you've caught him off guard in his office he's got Trent and Janice tied up near the desk and on one side of the room is a podium with a comically large giant red self-destruct button he regains his composure if Fairyland doesn't want me to have Bluesburg, then nobody will have Bluesburg. He also has a gun. 
done. Now, Janice, you, you have been left out of the initial stages of this fight. It's time to act. What are you going to do? Obviously, he's caught off guard by Sean's bizarre appearance. Um, so appearance. <laughs> he's not paying attention to you and Trent. What's your game plan here? So I've been trying to wriggle loose this entire time, so things are a bit loose. So I'm able to kind of move the chair, sort of try and move it and try and basically swipe at him with the chair and my body and knock him over. Ooh. Take him onto the floor with the chair. Test your grit, please, for that one. Who? Um, roll it again for Trent. One. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Um, the chair proves to be more cumbersome than you thought. It's one of these, like, you know, back support adjustable sort of wheelie chair. It's got lots of bits and levers and twiddly bits. So as you're, you know, as you're making your way towards Alexei Zakharov, you know, I don't know, something happens, the, the height contracts and it makes like a weird sort of like noise and he turns towards you leveling the gun at you that's far enough miss hooper um as the chair is still not very helpful i've just kind of tumbled to the floor at this point taking the chair and possibly some desk with me okay well you're lucky because the bullet flies right through where you were just a second ago but you are on the floor go team i've picked i've picked up that tray right and i'll throw it at him Ah, I see you were able to overcome um, Bill Crow and Sunil Gupta. They were my finest henchmen. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to throw this tray at you. Why is it covered in blood? Uh, because I just murdered somebody with it. And I'm going to serve you some... <laughs> some... <laughs> As you can tell, Tyler's deranged, mate. <laughs> I'm going to throw it. Right. Um, okay, test your brawn to throw the tray. Three. Um, you you throw the tray. It sort of, you know, it catches him, um, but does no sort of real damage, I'm afraid. Um, he turns turns to aim the gun at Jerry. He's, I'm still kind of near him, right? I'm just going to keep flailing the chair and hope I can hit him or get out of it. Uh, okay, well, it's it's going to be grit again for the chair, but you can roll it twice for Trent as well. A three and a two. You finally manage to swing the chair into the back of Alexei Zakharov's uh, legs, causing him again to miss his shot. His bullet flies into the glass window, cracks spider webbing all over the glass. You stupid children, you are always meddling with my my sinister plans and my accent by the sound of it. <laughs> I'm so angry, I cannot maintain my Russian language. He, you know, he starts advancing. You've got to stop him, guys. I'm going to take the crocodile by the tail and use it like a nunchuck. And I'm going to leap forward shouting, Ninja Crocodile! And um, beat him over the head. But... Let's go for, I guess, just fight. Well, oh, 12. Okay, I will, I mean, this is super successful crocodile attack, I will let you narrate. Well, he's completely dead by the vicious crocodile attack, just, <laughs> um, you know, days from, from being thunked by, obviously, um, very durable, cuddly toys, um, and it's, what's the word, like, um, disorientated him. Good, good. But he got a chipped tooth as well. <laughs> from one of the glass eyes of the crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> he does the classic movie sort of, like, he, he reaches in, pulls out the chipped tooth, and then spits on the floor. Janice, don't roll in there. I'm hopefully, I'm either going to just 
just continue until he is beaten to death or <laughs> we'll be there we'll be there for like the next week just hitting him with a crocodile just gradually losing energy <laughs> can I try shooting with my gun you can try and shoot him with your gun um let's go for fight yeah yeah go on then okay because of you I lost my backpack <laughs> So this could be a triple murder kind of day. Seven. You shoot him, but it's a, it's a glancing blow. It's like just an off-the-shoulder sort of thing. In the, the heat of the, the crocodile attack and, and the, uh, the shots, um, I've nipped back into the lobby. I've picked up Gupta's arcane book. I emerge back into the room. I've just flicked a random page. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, shub nigger, you know, again. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretending like I know what's going on. <laughs> Test your brains, please. Eight. Well, you, would you believe that your random gibberish, you managed to somehow make it sound like a legitimate ritual? Uh, Alexei Zakharov pauses, mutters something in Russian, and then dives for cover, expecting, I don't know, the, the worst arcane punishment. So he dives behind the desk for cover. Quick, now! Um, kick him. Well, I you go rescue the people that are tied up first. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll kick him. <laughs> and you rescue them. Okay, so, Jerry and Sean, you're untying Janice and Trent. Yeah, trying to untie knots. And Tyler just goes and kicks Alexei Zakharov. Um, like, you kick the gun out of his hand. Okay. There you go, he's unarmed. Yes. He's lying can I take the gun? You've already got one. Well, I can have two. Okay, you can, you can take the gun. Yeah. As soon as it becomes apparent that no magical eldritch lightning is going to strike him, Zakharov sort of starts making a sprint towards the self-destruct button on his conveniently destroyed Bluesberg podium. I need to use these double guns. Okay, you know, test your fight. You know how it goes. Two. For some, I don't know whether you're just, ah, but you you miss him completely. He's close. He's about halfway across the room. He's halfway to the podium. I'm going to run at him with my chair and try and twat him with it. <laughs> Grit for the chair. Five! You run at him. You, well, I'll let you describe a good solid chair twat. I run at him. I've got sort of the back of the chair. So I've got the chair by the arms. So sort of running at him. I am behind him. So I smack him around the back of the head with the chair. So I get the back of his head, shoulders. So he sort of stumbles forward, lands on his face, chips another two, blood spurts <laughs> out of his nose. But when he's on the floor, I am going to bite him. Where are you going to bite him? We'll go forearm, you know. But just a solid... Okay, so Janice is clamped onto Zakharov's forearm. His face is a bit bloody. He didn't quite make it to the the podium. Um, yeah, he's sort of just rolling around on the floor. You know, like one of them balls that has that little ferret attached to it? That's him and Janice sort of like... I'll just throw a gun at him. Okay, so you went to all the trouble of getting the second gun and now you're just going to throw one away. Uh, okay, Braun. Three. Uh, you throw the gun. It hits him. It misses Janice. That's good. So, you know, it's just, it's insult to injury. He's got bite marks all up his arm. He's got a bruise on his face from where a gun has just smacked him in the face. He's not doing well. Might hit him with the book. <laughs> Seems like a weighty tome. Um, are you going to throw it or are you going to go over there and, you know... I'm going to go. I'm not going to throw it because I'll probably hit Janice. True. I'll get closer. <laughs> I think Brawn for the book. Four out of eight. Ooh, again, I mean, you you know, you hit him with the book, but it's all just sort of casual, casual damage. Um, as he's rolling about on the floor, though, you see him scrabbling for the gun that Tyler thoughtfully threw it to him. 
not I throw it because it didn't have any ammo there. Oh, <laughs> well. He's, uh, he's got the gun. He points it at Janice. Click, click, click. Ugh, shit. <laughs> and then he throws it. He throws it away again. I'll kick him. Guys, it's going to take more than just this menial. It's no, he's is... not the dude with the osteoporosis. You're what? Gonna... <laughs> in, what else is in the office? What else is in there? Just the desk. And is there a filing cabinet? Let's say there's a filing cabinet, yeah. Can I push it on him? Okay, bearing in mind Janice is still attached and they're rolling around on the floor. But yeah, go for it. You've, you've committed now. Maybe you could, I don't know, tell Janice to move. <laughs> yeah, move out of the way. I'm pushing Get this mine. thing. <laughs> um, okay, it's going to be brawn for you, flight for Janice. Oh, yeah. oh no. Next dove in. This could go wrong. One. Four out of ten. Okay, not only does Janice fail to move, but Tyler fails to also move the filing cabinet. <laughs> so it's the, it's the most pathetic combat move you could ever do. Janice, get out the way! I'm going to tip the filing cabinet! And Janice is just sort of like... <laughs> and so sort of nothing happens. It's like it's stalemate territory. <laughs> if I keep fighting long enough, I'll chew his arm off. <laughs> Can I wander up and have a look at this button? Don't <laughs> press it. Yes. Don't yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if there's like an off switch or somewhere I can move it. Test your brains. One. I'll be I'll be kind. You cannot spot anything that looks like an off switch. Or a, it's like there's there's literally no clues. It's just a button. That is the only feature that you can spot. That's fine, but I'm now between him and the button. That is true. Probably with my back room, like, just <laughs> um, searching around. <laughs> well, they, I mean, you know, he's he's got bored of rolling about on the floor. He sort of gives Janice a, a sort of concentrated shove and sort of <laughs> scrambles to his feet. His forearms all bloody, his face is bruised, his teeth are missing. He's a bit of a mess. Is there a suitably hefty and pointy paperweight on his desk? Maybe some ornamental like model of the eclipse tower or their logo <laughs> yeah, that seems like a logical thing Yay. yes there is a ridiculously sharp and pointy model of eclipse tower probably you know made out of that crystal glass sort of thing it's got a little plaque on the bottom that says world's douchiest ceo so there you go yes you've got the paperweight shaped like the eclipse tower i'm gonna chuck it <laughs> okay brawn you weren't expecting the paperweight to be so immaculately polished. It's a, you you go to throw it, but it sort of slips and smashes on the floor. No. God damn you, little bitch! I won that for being the world's most douchiest CEO two times in a row. Can I, is there like a you know a larger sort of shard of it that can be? Um, yeah. Test your brains. I'm just gonna throw off the, your face is the douchiest CEO. <laughs> <laughs> 13. Yes, there is a suitably large oh, shard. I shall get the shard. Okay. Whilst you're doing this, Alexi, uh, somehow, he had his gun, but now he reaches and he pulls out two of those, like, baton things, nightsticks. Oh, God. <laughs> um, can I get near enough to try and stab him with the shard? Um, test your grit. 16. 16 out of 8. I mean, this is it, guys. This is the finishing I move. driving that straight through his chest. He stabbed <laughs> the shard straight through his chest. Triple. He stumbles back. <laughs> he tumbles into the broken glass. It shatters and he falls all the way. No! What's Russian? Yeah! <laughs> guys, you're, you're standing, peering out of the broken window looking at his splattered body on the floor. Any last words? You know, what's your best action movie one-liner victory sort of 
taunt. He owes me a new backpack. That's you eclipsed. <laughs> oh. Guys, you've done it. You've defeated it. There is literally, there are no Eclipse employees left alive. So apart, apart from, I guess, Pamela Weston, but you know, you have saved Bluesberg and you have defeated Alexei Zakharov. How, how do you feel? Uh, yeah. Grossed out. There's a lot. Like, we haven't killed anyone before this episode. <laughs> you know, I, I think Officer McKenzie will let you off. <laughs> I'm going to see if Pamela Weston wants to write an autobiography with me. Um, well, there you go. That's it. Bluesberg is safe. I'm just going to ask each of you what, you know, what what's going to happen in your future? What, you know, what's life after Eclipse like for you? Uh, and then we'll sign off and that'll be it. Done. Kids on bikes, done. So, so Janice, what's life after Eclipse like for you? More props to Sean. We're and we're hanging out more, you know, too many, you know, near-death experiences for us not to be friends. The lifelong bond once you... Once you've pushed a man out of a building. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, as a result, my grades have gone up because I'm actually going to school. Oh, are you going to Lower Granfeld School or is that whole thing sort of died on its ass now that Bluesberg isn't being sold off? Bluesberg will stay open, I think. Um, Jerry, what's what's next for you? Well, back to the shack. Yeah, nice, <laughs> quiet existence. Um, yeah, no, not much. Uh, it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks, but no, thank you. Do you ever you speak know, to anyone again, or is is that it now? <laughs> no, I just go uh, fish with whatever his name was. Duggan. Try and spot the mermaids. Otherwise, lead a quiet life. Excellent. Have my my fill of adventure. Um, and Tyler, what about you? Are you in any way scarred by your <laughs> sudden? Well, no. Let's not. I mean, he did. The violence was always there. I think. I mean, threatening. He threatened Sean. Threatened <laughs> the builders. Um, what was that line you said to Pamela Weston? I've got my gun, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna do like maybe tours of the town, of, like horror tours. Ah. Like what happened where, and maybe I think Bigfoot is still there. He's actually there. There is another Bigfoot. Maybe do some more conspiracy stuff. But so even though you were part of the plan that created the fake Bigfoot, you're still. I still think it's a real <laughs> one. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, guys, yeah, that is the end. I've been Phil. I've been Mark. I've been Mariel. I've been Patrick. I've been Bundy. And remember, non-relinquim in Arca Operculo. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Okay, so there you go. That's it. Bluesberg is safe and sound Yay. and everyone lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mark, what were some of your highlights from playing Kids on Bikes? If you oh can remember God. back it that was, long. It was quite a while back. It was. Um, I liked being violent uh, <laughs> <laughs> with my gun and yeah. weapons and trying to think ways out of things. Oh, I liked um, pushing my way into places. Uh, <laughs> Uh, calling people bitches, all that kind of stuff. Doing all uh, the being... stuff that you wouldn't normally do in real <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, being creative and fighting sort of, you know, the boss sort of level moments where you're like, right, I'm going to try this, try <laughs> this, and is that going to work? And when it does work, it's very satisfying. Nice. Yeah. I would say for me, from like a playing point of view, just each week, like having to plan the next chapter of the story and trying to think, right, where did you guys take it? What did you add? And how can 
can I work that into the story? I really liked that. It was like a puzzle. Like you'd given me all the ingredients and I had to sort of make it fit with the rest of the story. Was there a moment where everyone went completely off the um, way you wanted it to and you had to completely change stuff? No. Like quite a few times I was like, I want to go here. And you're like, no. <laughs> no, not really. But like I said, at the start, I had no idea where it was going to go or okay. what was going to happen. Um, you know, because the whole like temperance society thing was just because Mariel suggested the temperance society and the fun palace invention yeah I know (laughs) Um, so yeah it was sort of but it was good doing it week by week because then I could change the story in little increments Mm. rather than oh shit I've got to have this whole story planned out if we'd done it all in one go then I would have had to think on my feet a lot quicker but in terms of my story highlight yeah I agree it's it's mainly you just (laughs) like yeah where you forced your way into Daniel Berry's office and the secret passageway yeah Um, the bag of wigs if you want to go somewhere or do something you've got to do it yeah Uh, the bag of wigs which (laughs) did you actually even use the bag of wigs I can't remember (laughs) Um, so yeah just generally shooting shooting the builders at the thing well you've got to sometimes just got to get it done threatening Sean and time is running out yeah and people just turn up and they get in your way (laughs) yeah good job they're not real people otherwise you'd be in trouble <laughs> um, anyway so our other players have uh, sent in their highlights and I will edit those in here I really enjoyed playing kids on bikes and I always look forward to listening to the episodes as well so I get to relive the experience and remember all the little things I've forgotten as a player the highlight for me is probably the fact that Sean can't do anything heroic no matter how hard he tries bless him as a listener my favorite parts are probably all the sandwich based planning and Tyler's ability to be very persuasive with his gun hi Phil can't believe we've made it to the end of the adventures uh my kids on bikes highlights in no particular order have been tyler's casual gun ownership sean tripping over at the most critical of moments um my own wife or at least jerry's wife turning up as a cliffhanger uh the whole mermaid thing with the fisherman what was he called duggan um that was amazing and finally pamela's keyboard Hi guys, really enjoyed doing Kids on Bikes with you. My highlights are the showdown at the brewery, creative uses of sandwiches, the frequency with which Tyler Floorquest uses the phrase, I've got a gun, and Phil's fantastic array of voices. My favourite has to be Pamela Weston in dribbler mode. So there you go. that's very interesting. Um, Now, (laughs) obviously, now that Kids on Bikes is finished, we Mm. can start Kids on Brooms, Mm. our next adventure. Do you have any, I I don't know, is there anything you're going to carry over from Kids on Bikes? Not like Story Way, like... Haven't been the same characters. No, this is completely different. Right, Yeah. Is there any, do you have any hopes and dreams for the next adventure? Well, if it's like magical stuff, then Mm. that's even more sort of possibilities and you can invent stuff. Like, how, what are the rules of it? Yeah, like, I suppose... Is it going to be like, I've got a, a potion that can... Yeah. Do this, I mean, in this one, suddenly. we were sort of grounded in the real world. Yeah, Nothing fairly. happened that was unbelievable. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was still... It was like, you shoot someone, they're injured or they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like... But I mean, well, Alexei Zakharov believed in magic. There wasn't actually any yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. If we can fly, fly in magic and stuff... Yeah. There's still got to be some... The... But there's got to be some rules in that, because I just invent my way out of everything. <laughs> yeah, like, I've got true. a potion for that. <laughs> yeah. When, what is it? Um... 
what's what do we say at the end? Non relinquent. Non, non, I'd be like non relinquent. <laughs> that's got to be like the big spell in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that would be cool. Maybe polyhedra can be in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. So listen out for that. And also, you know, listeners, if you've got any story highlights or anything you've particularly enjoyed, uh, any of the accents. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, get in touch and that was the most annoying when I had know. to meet them people in that office all the time and I just couldn't get past them no that was the oh, worst and they wouldn't let you so in so frustrating every time I went back see that I thought you were going to say the worst part was talking to Wesley Harper oh god I forgot <laughs> about him yeah but um, oh, actually no that was worse <laughs> well thanks to you I should have shot him <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so please please get in touch with anything you particularly enjoyed um other than that yeah that's it I you know just thanks for listening through it all I hope you enjoyed uh, you can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod you can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised thanks for listening Cheers bye Ludophiles bye bye